Welcome back to Radio Drama, where we continue with part two of Flea Market Close, a crime novel by Ian Rankin, and is named after a real close in Edinburgh between the High Street and Market Street, crossing Cockburn Street. It is the 15th of the Inspector Rebus novels. Fleshmarket is the Scots term for butcher's market. Fleshmarket close also has a symbolic meaning. At the core of this book is the exploitation of illegal immigrants. I am your host Karenina. I thought I'd make use of this opportunity to tell you a little more of the existence that is running behind the scenes of radio drama. As you should know by now, I love stories, aged and fresh, cause a story a day keeps the blues away, or so they say. I love radio, I love to dance, because I love music, and I love, love. There are so many things I could tell about me, but none of them can describe to the full, of how important, you are to me, yes, you. I want to make people feel, blissful, with this podcast, I want you to send me messages on this podcast. Tell me what you want to hear on this podcast. What do you enjoy? Or just send me a message telling me how much you like radio drama. I will really appreciate your feedback. After all this podcast is not just for my enjoyment, quite the contrary, it is for yours. I always say, when life gives you only Mondays, then dip it in glitter and sparkle all day. So, let us sparkle together and make a difference in each other's lives. I truly hope to hear from you soon. Take care and always remember. If we never experience the chill of a dark winter, it is very unlikely that we will ever cherish the warmth of a bright summer's day. Nothing stimulates our appetite for the simple joys of life more than the starvation caused by sadness or desperation. In order to complete our amazing life journey successfully, it is vital that we turn each and every dark tear into a pearl of wisdom, and find the blessing in every curse. Till next time. Karen Nina Rudo Yurgi, Turkish Kurd, asylum seeker, but also a journalist, one with a story to tell, a story that got him killed. What that story was, who wanted to silence him, and who the mystery caller is, we're working on that. It's a long and twisting road from Edinburgh's Knoxland estate, where Yurgi was killed, to Bain Hall, 20 miles out of Edinburgh where Yurgi's widow and their two children are being held in the Whitemire Immigration Detention Centre. Bain Hall, a half-dead town beyond the Edinburgh Ring Road. Three years ago, Tracy Jardin killed herself after she was raped here. I helped put her attacker, Donald Cruikshank, away. Three weeks ago, he gets out of prison just when Tracy's little sister Ishbel goes missing. Three days ago, he's found dead in his home in Bain Hall. Hi, Liz. Hey, Chef. You OK? Yeah, fine, thanks. You two look cosy. Who's this? Good morning to you too, sir. Detective Inspector Young, this is Detective Inspector Rebus. I've heard all about you. I've heard nothing about you. But then you are just out of short trousers. 
Dia Young is in charge of the Crookshank murder. Murder in Bain Hall? Your first, Sonny? As a matter of fact, yeah. The Tracy's parents know their daughter's rapist's been killed? Yes. You've spoken to them? Yeah. Either of them's caked in blood? Excuse me, I don't remember requesting assistance from Edinburgh with this case. That's not why I'm here, Sonny. On other business. You coming, DS Clark? Yeah. We're going to Whitemire Detention Centre, Les, about another case. Nice meeting you, Les. Yeah, I need any more advice, I'll know where to look. Aye, I'll buy you a sweetie too. For heaven's sake. Nice boy. Stop it. Any further forward with our skeletons, by the way? Oh, both skeletons, woman and child, were guests of honour at some sick medics party. We weren't seen again until they turned up in flesh market close. Whitemire. Looks less attractive every time I see it. No sign of your lady of the vigils. She is not my lady. No? No. So who are we seeing here? Janet Eilert. Her name's cropped up a few times in Bain Hall. Old friend of Tracy Jardins. She works here. And given the connection between both our cases and Whitemire... Ah, this must be her. Are you the people who want to speak to me? Detective Sergeant Siobhan Clark, this is Inspector Rebus. The guard at the gate told us this is where you nip out for a fag, Janet. Hardly anywhere in the building you can smoke. You ever heard the like? Well, I'll join you. You want one of these? Cheers. You heard about Donny Crookshank? Somebody stove his head in. About time. You weren't a fan? He raped a drunk teenager, then didn't give her monkeys when she talked herself. When did you last see Crookshank? About a week ago in the Bain Inn. You were a good friend of Tracy's? Listen, I didn't kill Donnie Crookshank. If I did, I'd be shouting it from the rooftops. Is that us done here? Ispel Jardin. Any idea where she is? <laughs> you suspect her? Well, she's five foot nothing in heels. You're saying she wouldn't have attacked Crookshank? I'm saying she wouldn't have succeeded. You look pretty fit yourself, Janet. Sorry. You're not my type. Damn that! I cannot get the hang of these things. <laughs> get it here. There. The line's open. Thanks. Hello? John. Carol? Do you want to come round this evening? Sure. I could buy you dinner. Thus propping up the heteronormative hegemony. Well, does that mean yes or no? It means we split the bill. So not your lady of the vigils then? Dinner, is it now? Refugees, asylum seekers, economic migrants. Like my granddad from Poland. Escaping hate and poverty only to find more of the same when they arrive. Tribes fearing the stranger, the other. I'm beginning to sound like Carol Quinn. Professor Maybury. Ah, Inspector. Uh, sorry to drag you over to the university, but my teaching timetable. Uh, we've got about five minutes before the next cohort come in. Well, not at all. Thank you for giving your time. So what do you think? I can't be absolutely sure. You know that, yes? The quality of the recording was bad, I know. It's an old phone box and she was panicking. Didn't say much. Well, not just that. Now, language identification is not a precise science, even if the recording had been perfect. Now, I can say with some certainty that the speaker is African. I'm pretty sure her first language is French. I've ended up with a nationality based on one or two ticks in distinctive phonemes, but it's still something of a guess. Go on. I'd say the caller is from Senegal. 
Well, your guess sounds to me more reliable than most folks' certainties. Mm. Thank you, Professor. Senegal. Senegalese. Can't believe I'm doing this. What? Carol Quinn being seen strolling along with a fascist pig? Kinda, yeah. <laughs> I've been a radical all my life, John. Vaseline, Torness, Greenham Common, the lot. You make us sound like we're enemies. Aren't we? Well, I'm not like a lot of my colleagues. Yeah, I sense that. That's the place. Italian okay? As long as the house wine's decent. Not compatible in some ways, then. I'm afraid that's all I have, Les. Ishbel Jardin up and off without a word to anyone. So that spell goes missing. Just a few days before Donnie Crookshank is found murdered. Mm. It's hard not to connect the two things. Listen, Siobhan, it's late. <clears throat> Can I buy you a pizza? I shouldn't really. Should find out how the boss is getting on. Rebus, man's a workaholic. Come on, let's get that pizza. Go on then. Cheers. Bottoms up. Another bottle, Mr. Rebus. Aye, aye. Go on then, Mario. <laughs> is this a little routine that you two have? Hmm? Well, Mario, no matter how much wine you bring us, I will not be sleeping with Mr. Rebus tonight. Oh, no, no, I only wanted to... I think uh... you've just been accused of aiding and abetting, Mario. <laughs> uh, well, anything else you need? Maybe I should do a portrait of you. I'd turn out like a Francis Bacon. Something about you. It's hard to see what's going on behind those eyes. Okay. I know you're itching to go to your pub. You have my permission on one condition. Well, I don't normally do conditions. Oh, you will for me. I go with you. <laughs> to the Oxford? You'll hate it. That's precisely why I'm so curious. You think my pub will reveal something about me? <laughs> Is that what you're afraid of? Who says I'm afraid? Oh, now that I can see in your eyes. There you are. Pints waiting. Oh. Hi. This is Carol Quinn. You must be Siobhan. Must I? These damn things. No peace. What may I take it for you? I can manage. Be back in the mall. Hello. <clears throat> so, Bill, do you do gluten-free lager? Hello. Can you hear me now? Who is this? Story. Felix Story. What story? from immigration enforcement. Ah, I gotcha, gotcha now. What? Just keeping you in the loop. Our contact's been back in touch. I think we're on the verge of a major bust. Tell me more. Not yet, but it might involve Stuart Bullen. I'll let you know if anything develops. Yeah, you do that story. Thanks, bye. Bye. It makes it all sound so easy. All I'm saying is, these people need jobs same as anyone else. That, that is the kind of thing guards in a concentration camp would say. How can you compare the two? Because they're similar. Oh, 
whether it suits your bleeding heart middle class liberalism or not. Whitemire's the only game in town if you happen to live in Bain Hall. Well, that's a narrow, blinkered argument. Not everyone can afford the moral bloody high ground. Oh, there, ladies. Ladies, don't you dare patronise me, Rebus. So, what, it'd be okay to work at Guantanamo Bay? Oh, bugger off. I think I can hear the drink talking. Don't patronise me either. I took Caro home. Mario's Chianti was stronger than she thought. And now here I am, pacing the pavements again in the middle of the night. I used to have ideals. Army knocked most of them out of me. It seems Caro's stronger. Funny where you end up when you're not thinking where you're going. Morris Gerald Cafferty. They say love and hate are closely linked. Not in this case. Cafferty's evil. About 60 now, he's run practically every criminal aspect of Edinburgh. Keeps his head down these days, but he still casts a long, jet-black shadow. There he is, in his open-air jacuzzi, wedged in, wet, arms hanging over the sides. The steam, the lights of the tub, like some malevolent apparition. Eyes shut. You bring your trunks, Rebus? Oh, I'd recognise your footsteps anywhere. You've been creeping up on me for nigh on half a century. Like the relaxing music? A light show, too. I hear some sight, Cafferty. Mephistopheles when the light turns red. What is it this time? For a man you profess to despise so much, I've been hell of a useful to you. Stuart Bullen. We stew. A new rap, he's that. Oh, I don't doubt it. You know that Bullen Jr.'s in Edinburgh? Runs a strip joint. Why? There's this lassie. She's run off and her old dears think she might be working for Bullen. And is she? Never mind. Don't care. I trust you least, Rebus, when you ask what seem like uh, innocuous questions. Night, Cafferty. You minding drown, eh? I hear you're working, Knoxland. You just can't get me off your mind, can you? That poor sod, uh, the Kurdish guy, Jurgi. I read it was 15 stabwins. Well, you know, never to believe the red tops. Sounds like a, a frenzy to me. I'm just very angry. All I'm saying is, it might have given them a taste. You know something, don't you? You remember a few months ago, we had the Irish trying to muscle in on the drug scene here. Do you happen to know anything about that? Drugs are for mugs. No, 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 don't. Do not get out, for God's sake. That is a thing I'd never be able to unsee. Here I stand, naked. Now I know why they call it ugly as sin. And you're jealous, Rebus. Your jacuzzi's wrinkled your brain, Cafferty. Jealous of me, my garden, my jacuzzi, my big house. But mostly you're jealous, Rebus, because you know that I am happy with my lot. Unlike you. A conversation with Jer Cafferty seldom helps you sleep. Never a better time to check up on our Mr Felix story from immigration enforcement. A single van parked outside Stuart Bullen's club, the Nook. Unobtrusive enough. 
in the name of... You're endangering our operation, Rebus. Who's in there with you? None of your business. There's someone who knows me. That's how you knew who I was, correct? Hey! Ah, it's yourself. WPC Jemison. Evening, sir. Getting in a bit of overtime, Hen? Quite right. I'll see you tomorrow. Hope you're not too tired for the day shift. No, sir. I'm taking your boss here for a coffee. Come on, Felix. There's an all-night greasy spoon around the corner. Yeah. I heard you were at Whitemire. I heard you heard. Well, don't fast yourself. It's nothing to do with your case. This operation of yours must be costing a fortune. Like you'd know about home office stakeouts. Well, I know if I was blowing money like that. All day, all night, expensive officers, your time, equipment. I'd be sweating the result by now. What makes you think we aren't close? Our Knoxland murder. Seems the victim, Rudo Yurgi, had a friend, maybe girlfriend. We think she might be from Senegal. So? I don't have a name. I don't know if she's here legally or not. The Immigration Service must know how many Senegalese there are in the country. I think, Inspector, you're mistaking us for a fascist state. You think this girl is involved in the murder? I think she's running scared. I can authorise an initial search of the database. Thanks. Have you tried students? Students? Hmm. Overseas students. There might be one or two from Senegal. That's a good thought. Tell me again, how did Stuart Bullen first show up on your radar? Why him? Anonymous tip-off, how it often starts. What was the tip-off, exactly? Just that Bullen's a people smuggler. And you guys set this whole surveillance in motion on the evidence of one phone call. This particular tipster, he's come good before. Yeah? Handy. Not sure his colleagues are happy about it, but I'm in D.I. Young's team briefings now. Donald Cruikshank, blunt trauma, couple of good whacks fracturing the skull. Death almost certainly instantaneous. So according to the pathologist, something like a household hammer was the weapon. Finish your coffees and your rolls and let's get to work, starting with DIY stores. It definitely happened in the bedroom. It was the move. He died where he fell, so far as we can tell, alongside his very impressive pawn collection. I'll be assigning a team of you to look through that. <laughs> right, right. DS Clark? Sir. Thank you very much for coming back out to Bain Hall this morning and giving us your time. Can I have a quick word? Yeah. Enough, enough. Right, everyone, get on with it. We've got a murder on our hands. Sorry. They're like kids. Sorry. Did you know that Ishbel Jardin has a boyfriend? Well, according to her parents, she had one. Roy works in the local library. They split amicably a few months ago. Still, I'm going to go and have a chat with him. You want to come? Yeah, sure. Come, let's go. Edinburgh University Old College. Hadn't serial killer William Burke been dissected here after his hanging? It took a few early morning phone calls to get some kind of a lead on foreign students studying at the uni. Yes, can I help? Inspector Rebus. I phoned this morning. Ah, yes. Uh, Senegalese students? We do have one. Excellent. Who? Where? The proper procedures for such information have not been followed yet, Inspector. Can I have a look at that? Uh, give me Thank that you. back. How dare you? Oh, sorry. 
I thought you were giving it to me. You did not. Kwame Mana. Pollock Halls. You have been a great help, ma'am. So no, didn't know him. Knew of him. Everyone knew Donny Cruikshank at school. School bully? No really. More of the class clown. What about you and Ishbal? How did that start, Roy? First time we met was at a club. And where was this? Uh, somewhere in Falkirk. I think it closed down. The Albatross? That's it. Why did you and Ishbal split? Just drifted apart, really. Who dumped who? Wasn't like that. Yeah? When did you first hear that she'd run off? Her mum and dad came to see me. To be honest... Yeah? I kind of think it's their fault. They never really got over Tracy's suicide. Always talking about her, how great she was. Ishbel got it into her head they really wanted Tracy back instead of her. Which is why she started to dress like her, dye her hair like her. Do you know where she is, Roy? No. Did you kill Donnie Crookshank? No! Did you see Crookshank yourself, Roy? After he was released? Yeah, a couple of times. In the street, with a guy I didn't recognise. Can you describe him? Oh, you'll know him if you see him. Tattoo on the neck, a spider's web. Really creepy. Respect. For what? For knowing the name of a nightclub. Oh, same club came up in connection with Flesh Market Close. The guy who runs the pub where the skeletons were found mm. used to run the albatross. Coincidence? I'll talk to him again. Yes? What is the matter? Kwame Mana. I'm sorry to bother you. I'm a police officer. Can I have a word? Oh, my God. Is it my family? What has happened? No, no. Nothing like that. Have you got a cassette player? Rudo Yurgi is killed in his flat on the Noxland estate. A woman, possibly Senegalese, saw it happen. She ran and phoned in a panic from a public phone box. Could this be her? All right, can, can you give us an address, madam? Noxlet. I, I, I don't know. The tower block over there. Why do you make me listen to this? Miss Manor. Here, I am called Kate. Kate? Is that you on the phone? No. And we're pretty sure that the woman is from Senegal. How many more Senegalese are there in Edinburgh? I don't know. Whoever is on that tape, Kate, is not in trouble. She knew someone was murdered. She did the right thing, called it in. But we need to speak to her. Because you think she did it? No, absolutely not. She has information. She could help us find the killer before they find her. I am sorry. I cannot help you. A pity... Can I give you my number? If you change your mind. If folks knew how police officers spent their working days. One of the porn films found in Crookshank's house was a recent homemade effort. Crookshank must be shy. He has the camera so you never see him. He was filming two bored girls 
and one man, not exactly porn star material. Porn isn't interested in much above the waist, so we couldn't see his face. Oh, this, this, this is pretty full on. I'm beginning to feel a bit sick. Oh, hang on. Wind it back. Look, there, freeze it. What, what? A tattoo on the guy's leg. Is that a spider? Cramond? Why not? Oh, oh. <clears throat> good grief. <laughs> come on, come on, show us the guy's neck. That's definitely a spider in his leg. It's crawling upwards. Actually, you know The black girl. I think I know her. Seriously? You can't really see her face. It's the dance I recognise. I mean, there can't be that many black girls doing this kind of work in Edinburgh, but there was a girl in the nook who danced just like her. A nook? Lap dancing bar in town. When? A few days ago. We had information Ishbel might have been working there. She wasn't, but... I'm fairly sure that Dancing Queen here was doing the same dance in the nook. How many cars you got here, Felix? As many as I could muster. We're heading down to the beach. The moment they see us, they'll start running. Whoever they are, they've only got one way to run. Unless they fancy swimming to Faith. <laughs> Thought of that. Coast Guard's on standby. Corkling. Poor bastards. The gangs make them wade out there all day, then pay them a pittance. Okay, if you'll excuse me. Everyone ready? Okay. Now. Go! 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 Men, women, some old, some not much more than kids. A few of them swimming a stroke or two into the deep, then turning round. They're desperate. They're going to lose what little money they have. They're going to get sent home, running madly across the beach in all directions, two policemen for each of them. Slavery. Pure and simple. Leave go! Inspector Rebus. This guy was driving towards the beach. Saw the police cars did a three-point turn with cotton, but... Good man, Reynolds. What the hell is all this about? Don't I recognise you? Aye, it's you, OK. With a knife. At the demo in Knoxlife. What the hell are you on about? I was just going to the beach for a walk. Yeah, you look like the rambling type with your hoodie and boots. Who's this? Memory serves will find his name as Hill. Peter Hill, am I right? Bugger off. Is that your car? Have I seen that before? I see you back at the station, Mr Hill. Mon you. <laughs> this is an outrage. <laughs> so? Who is he? He tried to take a knife to one of the migrants' lawyers. Then he tried it on me. Gave us a slip. Most likely part of a Belfast gang muscling in on Edinburgh's crime scene. Including people traffic. That's quite a scoop, Felix. Another tip-off. Comes up trumps every time, this guy. I try this one, Mr Hill. This is you, isn't it? Don't think so. Mr Hill, we know you were there that day at Knoxland. 
We know you threatened Mr. Darwin, then the inspector here. Except you don't, do you? No. Mr. Hill, we haven't met before. I'm an immigration officer. The names of all the illegal workers arrested today are on a list found in your car. What list? If there's a list, it's been planted. Forensics are on it for fingerprints as we speak. So, Mr. Hill, how long have you been in the slave trade? My guess is we're going to find links to gangs in Edinburgh, Glasgow and Belfast. And it turns out to the Nuke Strip Club. Hey, How's that? Our friend here. His car is registered to Stuart Bullen. The Nuke, a sleazy lap-dancing club in Edinburgh, was becoming a central place of interest. Its owner, Stuart Bullen, mixed up in people trafficking and therefore possibly with the murder of Rudolf Jurgi. I admit, I don't see the attraction. Well, maybe if you buttoned up different. You don't approve of my choice of companion? It's not up to me who you go out with. Well, that's generous of you. But the two of you just seem so... just different. Well, that's a bad thing. What I'm trying to say is... Well, we don't just work together, you and me, eh? We're, we're pals. Pals? And being a pal, you don't want to see me make a bad decision. What is it she's got anyway? We are straying on to thin ice, Siobhan. Let's get to work. Someone must uh, tip the bullet off. Nice I know I'm anywhere. The story inside. Ah. Now, will you keep an eye out here? Bloody hell! The trap door. Fools rush in, eh? I think Bullen went down there when he heard us coming. What is it? A cellar? No. No, a tunnel. Edinburgh Old Town is a warren of tunnels and catacombs, man-made way back. Sheltered the citizens from invasions, used by smugglers. People have tried growing everything in here from weed to mushrooms, magic and otherwise. Some of the tunnels form part of the Edinburgh ghost tour experience. He's heading towards the grass market, I'd reckon. What can you say? Is he down there? Bullen! Bullen, are you there? So where did you come out? In a bookshop in the West Port. <laughs> and where was Bullen? Uh, we got him getting into his car. No need for tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> and after you disappeared down there, we found his stash of passports. <laughs> Birth and marriage certificates, real, forged. Yeah, he has a finger in a lot of pies, does Bullen. Yeah. Well, what's that got to do with you? Shouldn't you be at school? Very funny. D.I. Young has some questions for Bullenry, the murder of Donnie Cruikshank. I will. We have first dibs. Mr. Bullen, we have your pal next door. Who's that, then? You know, Pete. Old Peter Hill from Belfast. Never heard him. You, immigration man. Sure you want Rebison on this? What does he's Cafferty's man. Who? Cafferty? He just runs the whole bloody city. Cafferty hates my family, and someone planted that stuff. Well, the passports and forged documents. Probably you put them there, Rebus. <laughs> I was with him. He planted nothing. If you don't know Peter Hill, how come he was in your car? Red Beamer? X5, registered in your name. 
I lost that car months back. Is that your story? <laughs> Planted evidence in a misplaced BMW. I hope you've got a good lawyer, son. Oh, and you've another question and scheduled now. Ah, I'm a popular man. Right, he's all yours. Mr. Bullen, we've met. This is D.I. Young. Hello. We're here to ask you about some homemade pornography. <laughs> That's just getting ridiculous. <laughs> Well, it was found in the home of a murder victim. And one of your girls from the nook is dancing in it. You ever heard of Donny Crookshank, Mr Bullen? Nope. He never visited your club? <laughs> How should I know? This. This is the girl in the movie. She dances at your club, doesn't she? The black lassie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's one of mine. Well, let me see that. I know her too. She's at university. Kate? Yeah. Keen dancer is Kate. I have a class in 20 minutes. Well, this won't take 20 minutes, Kate. Sit down. Eat your lunch. This is Sergeant Clark. Kate, I saw you dancing at the nook. That's all it is, you know. Dancing. You're putting yourself through university. I saw an advertisement in the newspaper. I'm not stupid. I knew the kind of place the new could be. But all I ever do is dance. With no clothes on. You have much contact with the owner. I've heard the rumours today. People smuggling? Mr. Bullen, I can't believe it. We've seen the film, Kate. What film? The one where you're dancing. In a house with a man with a spider tattoo on his leg? One of the girls told me it'd be easy money. Kate, do you remember if he had any other tattoos? Uh, no. No, wait. Yes, on his neck. On toile d'arangue. Spider's web. web. A spider's web? Good girl. You never met him before? Not until I walked into that house. Any idea where the house was? I don't know. Less than an hour outside the city. You see, I'm looking into a murder. The man in Knoxland? No, this is another one. In a town called Bain Hall. You ever heard the name Crookshank? No. The man with the tattoo, do you remember his name? No. Did Stuart Bullen know about this film? I, I have no idea what Mr Bullen knows and what he doesn't. You sure you want to have something stronger? On a school night. Oh, I remember you're in a rush. You got a date with wee Les Young? Why? You got a date with good old Carol. Oh. Hello. Story. Yeah, surveillance on the nook. Peter Hill and Stuart Bunnan arrived after you guys, amazingly, released them. Well, just as well, then. Now we know they're in cahoots. More than that. Hill's wearing a T-shirt now. We couldn't see it before. On his neck, there's a large tattoo of a spider's web. Yes. Hey, well, thanks for that story. All right. Well, well, well. Two cases with something in common. Your Spider-Man. Seems he's up to his neck in both the Yurgi and the Crookshank murders. 
You weren't a Noxan tonight. It's not like you to miss out in the action. Well, my threshold for human suffering is a bit lower than yours, Sergeant Reynolds. A bit harsh, sir. Tell me. Between the lists in Hill's car and the passports in Bullen's office, we located four flats in Noxland, all of them stuffed full of Fujis. And? Oh, some sight. Families, kids, old dears, tons of blokes and mattresses, sleeping bags, pure bloody mayhem. Yelling and shouting, folks running all over the place. None of them got away, netted a lot. You must be very proud. So we have enough to bring Hill and Bullen back in? Rebus. Mr Tan, a moment. Me and Tan is one of the men we picked up in Noxland. I think you might want to speak to him. His English is good. Sir? Mr. Tan, this is Inspector Rebus. You people ruin our lives. Not just my life, but money I sent home to my family in China. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I truly am. Tell the inspector about the victims you saw. The men that give us work, they are cruel. Hell, and Bowen. I do not know names. They never say their names, but they kill two of us. Two refugees. Two? One of them being Rudolf Yurgi. I know no one's name. I never knew the names of the bodies they show us. They say, one time a man not want to work for bad pay. He tell other people not to work, and they... They... They killed a man? In front of you? No, but they show us what they do. They kill him and his little son. They take us to sea. As a warning. Where they bury them. If they can kill a child, what they might do to us. So we quiet and work hard. Cockles, fruit, everything. Where did they bury them? In a room underground. In... I do not know the word. Understone? Hang on. Do you mean in a cellar? Cellar, yes. And when you say they were dead... Like, long time dead. You were shown two skeletons. Yes. Bones. In a cellar. Flesh market close. Who'd have thought your skeletons would have a link to both our murders? I should have paid more attention to them. Oh, here comes our favourite publican now. Mr Mangold. I can't believe you're still wasting police time on these blooming skeletons. Mr Mangold, do you know a man called Stuart Bullen? What? That rings a bell. Runs a lap dancing club. The nook. But he does a sideline in slavery. What? Illegal immigrants. When one of them started acting up, Bullen showed them a couple of skeletons being buried in a cellar. This is what will happen to you kind of thing. Whoa. Look, I told you, that concrete was laid before I took over. But you've never proved it, Mr Mangold. Have you? Honestly, I've looked several times. If there were any papers concerning the cellar, I've lost them. Well, that's a real shame, Mangold. I'm sorry. I'll try one last time. Before you go, Mr Mangold, um, can I ask you about Ishbel Jardin? And what about her? Oh, that sort of answers my question. So you do know her? Not know her. I mean, she used to come to the Albatross. Oh, the club you owned? You know the names of everyone who went there? Well, of course not. But I knew of her because of her sister. 
Tracy, wasn't it? Killed herself. I mean, it was in all the papers. Ishbel's disappeared. Skeletons? Missing people? I don't understand any of this. How long are we going to wait? Until we finish the ice creams. You can see his house from here. And he doesn't know we're about to drop by, so... So, tell me again. Robert Baird rents flats in Knoxland off the council. Has built up quite a wee empire. He sublets them again to illegal immigrants. So far, we know of 11 properties, including Rudolf Jurgis. Mm. So that's how we can afford a nice place by the sea. <laughs> Life of Riley. <laughs> Stuart Bullen is presumably the middleman. The one who provides him his occupants and pays him. Yeah, that's the way it's looking. Mm. That was hard work, finding Baird. Detective work, you know? Speaking to the council, going through files, knocking doors. But Bullen, he's just fallen into your hands. All these nice, easy results. <laughs> you just can't handle it if there's no pain involved, can you, Rebus? As a Scottish thing. I've nothing more to say. Oh, you've plenty more, Mr Baird. This is Mr Story from Immigration. I've told him all about your little subletting scam. Let's start with Stuart Bullen. Who? Never heard of him. You let Bullen use your flats. To stash his illegal immigrants. When he wasn't working them to death. No idea what you are on about. I dare say you've met Bullen's associate. Peter Hill? No. You are involved, Mr Baird, at the very least, with a people smuggling gang. Which means we get to charge you with conspiracy. Withholding evidence, not to mention illegal subletting. You're looking at, what, ten, twelve years? Okay. Ask me what you want. Did you know Stuart Bullen was part of a people trafficking operation? <laughs> Bullen? Mm. You're surprised. I always thought of Stu's being, what, a bit more small time, you know? Stu Bullen, yeah? Maybe he's trying to show his da. Prove he could be a match for his gangster father. He'll not go anywhere. This operation you mentioned, Story, what else do you know about it? We have a few other names we'll be looking into. An Essex-based Haulier, Turkish gang in Rotterdam. And they connect to Bullen? They connect, yeah. Did you also get them from your anonymous caller? He seems to know a hell of a lot. Bulmer, if you ask me. You ever asked yourself what his motivation might be? No. Any idea how he found out about you? Have he got your number? No. Have you got his number? Any way of calling him back? No. He's hardly real at all, is he? Several people in Bain Hall had seen a man pick up Ishbel in the weeks before she disappeared. An older man who looked like a pimp. I showed them pictures of Ray Mangold of the Warlock. It was him, okay. How did you know I was here? I'm a detective, Mr Mangold. Nice bit of kit. Convertible Jag. Lock up on Jeffrey Street. The Warlock must be doing well. You won't find anything in here. What is it you think I'm looking for? God knows. More bloody skeletons, probably. No, this isn't about skeletons. Maybe a couple of hours down at the station. Oh, look. Mangold, you knew Ishbel from the Albatross. You started seeing her, picked her up from her work a few times. Witnesses saw you. I haven't done anything to Ishbel. No? Then prove it. 
Tell me what's happened to her. Nothing's happened to her. So you know where she is? You're in so many kinds of trouble. <sighs> She's alive and well. And in hiding? Only from her mum and dad. Where is she right now, Mangold? She's on a train. Coming back from a shopping trip in Newcastle. Ishbel. Wait till you see what I've got you. Ishbel. What? Oh, shit. It's you. Hello, Ishbel. I'm not going back. Tell them that. Why don't you just tell them yourself? Let's go to the waiting room. We need to talk. What about? Donnie Cruikshank. I'm a suspect. Can you think of anyone who had more reasons to want Cruikshank dead? But he's why I left Bain Hall. Him and my old dears trying to change me into her. Into Tracy. Ray's the only one who understands. I tried to help in any way I could. I don't doubt it. It's just like I told you, Ray. I'll never be free of Bain Hall. You said it would be all right, but it's not. What do you mean? What's not all right? Hey, come on, Isabel. Mr Mangold, skeletons are one thing, murder's another. Oh, come on, we'll get a taxi. Call your parents, Isabel. Tell them you're well. You tell them. So whose idea was it? To scare refugees with skeletons. Mm. Take your pick. Stuart Bullen, Peter Hill. A little bit of proof would be useful about now. <laughs> oh, sorry. Hello? Yes? Interesting. Yeah, spell that out for me. Thanks. We've been checking the records at the White Mind Detention Centre. One mentions a girl, Senegalese, called Kwame. Kwame? Kwame Mana? Kate. Kate. We know you were in White Mire Detention Centre. Only for a week. There was a problem with my university papers. It's all cleared up now. That's not the problem here. You knew Rudolf Jurgi. Kate, the woman who phoned in his murder. It's got to be you. I can't go back there. I must finish my studies. Please believe me, Kate. Helping us find Rudolph's murderer is not going to get you into trouble. Rudolph was a good man. How did you meet him? In Knoxland. He was a journalist, you know? He had been questioning some of the refugees, and that made him think there was something happening. Something bad. Yeah, people smuggling. And then Stuart Bullen caught him snooping. I was working as a nuke by then. It was not Bullen. It was the man with the strange accent. The tattoo. Peter Hill. Him. I saw him. He chased Rudolf. And he stabbed him over and over. And you ran away. They would have buried me in the cellar with the other people. There were no people in the cellar. It was a trick, Kate. What? I reckon that's one of the things Rudon knew about. How the people were brought into the country, how they were too frightened to complain. 
How did Peter Hill find out about Rudolph? How did he know he was getting ready to blow the whistle? Because he told him. Rudolph told Hill. Before anything else, Rudolph wanted his wife and children out of Whitemere. Peter Hill had a connection with the company that ran it. Rudolph told Hill, if my wife and family are free and well, I'll keep quiet. Blackmail. But it didn't work. So he contacted the press. Hill and his thugs must have guessed he was going to go public. You saw Rudolph die. I... I could do nothing. You phoned. You did what you could. Always fancy that, Jack. Then you should go into the pub trade. Gangster, trade more light, or murder. What are they doing? They're just sitting there. Well... Ishbel's putting on her makeup. Mangold's on his mobile. I hope I'm not wasting your time, Chef. They might not lead us anywhere useful. Oh, but they might. They're our only lead to Crookshank's killer. Uh oh. I think she spotted us in the mirror. Yep, let's go. Get on the radio. What the hell's he doing? Repeat, Red Jaguar convertible, speeding southwards, foot of Salisbury Crags. Got that DS clock. Where the hell next? Well, either we circle the park all day or he comes off. Dalkeith Road or Duddingston. My bet it's Duddingston and straight onto the A1. <sighs> well, I've no chance if he gets onto the bloody motorway. Where's the backup? He's missed the exit. No, no, he hasn't. He's veering. No, 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 no. Oh, Ashville! swimmer. Ishbel's foot wedged between her seat, the handbrake. Is your foot free now, Ishbel? Yes, I think so. Okay, Mangold, try to lift her again. That's it. You all right? Just get down! Just get down! Well... You really don't believe in doing things the easy way, do you, Mangle? How is she? Bruised ankle. Probably catch a terrible cold. She's not the only one. But they're letting her out in the morning. You've saved her life, Sergeant. Thank you. For that alone, you'd better start cooperating, Mr Mangold. You do know Stuart Bullen, don't you? You helped him. You helped him set up the mock burial of those skeletons. How did you get your hands on the skeletons? Some doctor guy. I supplied the food and drink for a party. I saw them in his flat. They were still there the next morning. I thought I could use them in my pub. I bet they had an even better use. Intimidating immigrant workers. Ah, you think you know it all, don't you? But Bullen and his very scary friends weren't at all happy with you when you went back to using them for publicity for the warlock. 
last thing they wanted was the skeletons coming to light. Which would lead to Bullen and Hill and their little slave empire. Crookshank was Hill's little playmate. Did they send him to put the wind up you? So we're back to Crookshank now, are we? Did you kill him to stand up to Hill and Bullen? Hmm? Or was it a gift to Ishbill? See, you're the only person who has at least two reasons to kill Donny Crookshank and you're the linchpin between the killing of Yurgi and the flesh market close skeletons. This is all just theory. <laughs> Not quite. There was a toolbox in your cellar where the skeletons were buried. Inside it, a hammer. Looks like there's dried blood on it. Forensics have it now. In a few hours, we'll know if it's Crookshank's blood. And my guess is, Mangold, your fingerprints will be on the handle. I need to see your spell. Just the two of us, five minutes. No, I can't do it. Not unless you tell us, Mangold. Okay. Okay. I mean, Crookshank was scum. I did the world a huge bloody favour. Where the hell are you taking me, Rebus? To meet a friend. This time of night. Creeping through someone's garden. You sat in that thing all night. Rebus, and you've brought your boyfriend. Well, I'm forgetting. The two of you have never actually met. Felix Story, meet Mr. Morris Gerald Cafferty. What is going on? I just thought you might want to put a face to the voice. What? You bear a grudge a long time, Cafferty, eh? What is it? Twenty years since you fell out with Rab Bullen? Grudges even get passed down through the generations. I've got nothing against me, Stuart. Wouldn't say not a bit of his action, though, eh? Say what you want to say, Rebus. Cafferty here is your informant. Cafferty knew what was happening because he had people on the inside. Peter Hill, maybe others, who cares? Someone inside was obviously dealing him info. Didn't you ever reckon that? Maybe I did. No, this is what I call entertainment. But you turned a blind eye, Felix. Which means that you bust Bullen, but Cafferty here takes over the operation. Oh, I do do it. All you've done is change the bad guy at the top. We've just made a major bust, Rebus. Here's the thing, Mr. Immigration Enforcement. Cafferty wasn't just passing you information. He came up with the passports. Jackanore, Jackanore. Cafferty's the big name behind your people trafficking. He's the one bringing in the illegals. Cafferty, not Bullen. Cafferty's feeding Bullen to you. Which means everybody's happy. And not a damn thing either of you can do about it. Then what's the point in discussing it? It's obvious to anyone that Bullen didn't have the muscle or the nous to put together an international people smuggling operation. Ooh. Nah, he was always the fall guy. Cafferty's work is so much easier when there's someone else on board. An immigration officer with an eye for an easy score. Watch what you're saying, Rebus. So you bag your man, case cracked. Except it's not. The smuggling goes on as it always does. Cafferty's business on the up. You can't make any of that stick. I'm sorry, Felix, but the way this is going to seem to most people is that you're either dirty or incredibly stupid. Neither's good on the old CV. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I'm loving this. What do you want? The Yurgi family. Wife and kids. Out of Whitemire and properly housed. Oh, sweet. You think I can do that? You've blown a smuggling operation apart. So long as I keep my mouth closed, they owe you. Oh, and Kate... 
You look after her. I'll be looking out to make sure that you do. Let's go. But Cafferty, we do know. <laughs> Knowing's neither here nor there. Prove it. <laughs> I won't sleep at night until I do. Might be out. <laughs> a girl with a bottle in her bag? <laughs> Never. Just like the old days. Me and the boss celebrating with a bottle of plonk. Mangold murdered Cruikshank. Hill killed Jurgi. Ishbal back home. So, no Carol? No Liz? Nah. Do I slow her down? Get in her way? Ever since that day. Glasses? Coming up. I wish you'd lighten up. Ever since that day you kissed me. Yeah. It was just relief that I was alive. <laughs> We're partners after all. We make a good team, don't we? Detective Sergeant Clark. We do, sir. Fight. 
that I wanted And who are we becoming I keep running Are you watching your back Or are you moving forward Are you lost in the This is our little corner of the universe But we will find a way home We will find a way home It goes straight through the heart We will find you.